pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And this is Portland's Afternoon News. Thank you very much for joining us on this Friday. I'm Jim Ferretti and for Tim Lance. The new COVID variant is not expected to be in the U.S. as of right now. But a possible surge in COVID cases that could lead to more hospitalizations is predicted in other parts of the country. That doesn't seem to be the case here, though, here in Oregon. KXL's Rosemary Reynolds has our story. Numbers declining. Doctors hope to avoid another COVID surge. Dr. Peter Graven tells news partner KGW, as people move indoors to celebrate the holidays, there could be an increase of transmission, but nothing compared to last year. Oregon so far has had maintained a high mask rate. So in those settings, um, that's going to protect people, of course. In Oregon, we reached the peak of hospitalizations on September 1st. Earlier this week, Oregon lifted outdoor mask mandates. It's unclear when masks will no longer be required indoors. Rosemary Reynolds, FM News 101. Two people died in crashes in Portland on Thanksgiving Eve. Someone on foot was hit while trying to cross Northeast Marine Drive, east of 122nd. A driver also crashed into a tree on MLK and North Gertz Road. The victims so far have not been identified. OR-93 has died. That's the gray wolf that scientists have been following as he wandered from Oregon all the way to Southern California. OR-93 was a colored wolf that came from the White River Pack in northern Oregon in 2019. He entered California earlier this year but has now been found dead just northwest of Los Angeles after it was hit by a car. Meanwhile, conservation groups are calling on the federal government to list the gray whale as an endangered species again. More than 60 groups want the federal government to manage the species alongside tribal nations. The gray wolf was delisted a couple of years ago. Rain, who's author of the Wolf Treaty, says that was illegal because tribal nations were not consulted. People need to understand that government-to-government consultation from federal agencies to tribes is not optional. It is mandated. It is the law. Last week, the Biden administration held the White House Tribal Nations Summit for the first time since 2016. The Wolf Treaty has been described as a blueprint for 21st century wolf management. And the Wolf Treaty itself is heavily based upon indigenous traditional ecological knowledge. Wolf Treaty has been signed by more than 700 tribal and First Nations in both the U.S. and Canada. Veronica Carter, FM News 101. Well, tis the season to climb up on that ladder and string up some Christmas lights. KXL's John Eric Smith finds out it can be one of the more dangerous holiday traditions. Every holiday season, people across the Northwest pick the rainiest time of year to climb up on their roof. A lot of us aren't even too sure-footed when it comes to being up on a ladder. That's Isaac Hamilton with Clackamas County Fire. His crews are experts at ladders, so we asked him what we should keep in mind before we start stringing the lights. Number one, make sure your ladder is in good working order. Usually we just go and grab our ladder, throw it up, and start climbing without making sure that it's uh, there's no damage or that it's not broken in any way. 
The second thing he wants you to do is to make sure you're on solid ground. Every year, over 7,000 people end up in an emergency room with decoration-related injuries. John Eric Smith, FM News 101. And speaking of Christmas lights... Those were the days before COVID, but KGW-TV is having its virtual tree lighting special again this year. You can walk or drive through zoo lights this year as well, and you can stroll through the grotto's light display. And out at Portland International Raceway... Winter Wonderland is underway. It's the largest light show in the Northwest and a fundraiser for the Sunshine Division. The Pittock Mansion has the light on and an animal theme this year called Critter Make Merry. But we'll have to wait until December 15th for Peacock Lane to turn on the lights. And until December 3rd to watch those Christmas ships take sail up and down our rivers. Happy holidays, everyone. Mike Turner, FM News 101. All right, big game, Oregon and Oregon State meeting on the football field tomorrow for the 125th time. But this year's game could be... Far more than just bragging rights, or four more than just bragging rights, that is. KXL's Grant Mackill explains. If Washington wins the Apple Cup tonight against Washington State, tomorrow's game, formerly known as the Civil War, will be for the Pac-12 North and a trip to the conference championship game. But Duck coach Mario Cristobal and Beaver coach Jonathan Smith both agree that the extra incentive isn't needed for their teams to be ready. The rivalry games, uh, they're always carrying a little bit extra, right? Some of that doesn't even need to be brought up because it's already there. There's passion behind this thing. And it's not just because it's the rivalry. I mean, this is a good football program. When you find ways to, to beat them like we did last year, well, it helps in recruiting and morale and momentum. Kickoff in Eugene is set for 1230. Grant MacHill, FM News 101. The company behind many of our holiday cards and favorite cheesy Christmas movies lit its fr- tree today. It has an Oregon connection as well. Since the 1980s, Hallmark has chosen a Douglas fir from Sweet Home. The tree was cut and shipped to Hallmark's headquarters in Kansas City last month. Coming up at 4:16, while fans of one team were okay with the tie, at least for one fan of the other team, it was the death of him. We'll explain. And then it's the five things you need to know today at 4:19. An important recall to tell you about if you're a fan of cauliflower and the U.S. implements new travel bans as a new variant of COVID shows up. Stay connected to Portland's afternoon news on FM News 101 KXL. Welcome back to Portland's Afternoon News here on FM News 101 KXL. Good afternoon. I'm Jim Ferretti in for Tim Lance. Thank you so much for joining us today. A Pittsburgh man's taking his beef with the Steelers to his grave. Mark Mayfield fills us in. The obituary for 76-year-old Wayne Alexa reads that after a long bout with the Steelers, he has passed away. The obit goes on to say that Alexa was home with his family recently, and when the Pittsburgh professional football team went into overtime, against the 0-8 Detroit Lions, that was all they could take. I'm Mark Mayfield. Now, if you remember, that game ended ended in a tie. Now, funny sidebar to the story. If you watched the pregame on Fox yesterday before the Bears and Lions game, they had a little skit called NFL on Fox Black Friday, and they showed some fans, actors in this case, getting gifts from their teams. Now, on the screen at the same time, they had a Steelers fan on one side and a Lions fan on the, in the other side, all in the same room, and they opened some boxes, and the Lions fan got super excited at the sight of their gift. While the Steelers fan was not extremely happy, that's when the Lions fan yelled out, It's a tie! And pulls out a Lions-themed necktie. It is now 4:19. time for the five things you need to know today. 
Number five. There is a recall involving frozen cauliflower. The FDA says listeria turned up in tests from the TD Farm Select brand that was imported from China by the company called Flagship Food Group in Idaho. The FDA's website has published label codes and packages for people to see if they have cauliflower that's being recalled. Number four. One Oregon congressman is hoping two Democratic senators will help stop President Biden's social spending bill from passing the Senate. Jim Jordan described the bill as, quote, crazy, and he said he hopes Arizona's Kristen Sinema and West Virginia's Joe Manchin hold firm. Number three. A government funding deadline is looming as Congress returns to work next week. The government runs out of money on December 3rd. Another short-term funding extension could happen as Democrats try to get something passed using their small majorities in the House and Senate. Number two. The Interior Department is not recommending a stop to new oil and gas leasing. That recommendation didn't make it into the report the department released on Friday. However, it wants to make other changes. They include talking climate change factors or taking climate change factors into consideration when deciding on leases. Another recommendation was to increase lease fees. Number one. The U.S. is implementing travel restrictions for non-citizens amid the spread of Omicron COVID-19 variant. Starting Monday, travel will be restricted from South Africa and seven other countries due to heavily due to the heavily mutated strain. This comes just weeks after pandemic-related travel restrictions were lifted for visitors to the U.S. from about 30 different countries. And those are the five things you need to know today.